All right. Welcome back to Bullpen Sessions. I'm excited I get to have a guest on for the second time, uh, Kyle Depies, who is the founder of the Reaching Beyond Experience. Now, I've had Kyle on before. Uh, we talked about all things burnout, all things financial debt, how to get out of it. Today, we're going to go down a different path because um, I have had the opportunity now to participate in three of Kyle's Reaching Beyond experiences. And I have to tell you, um, they're unbelievable, you know, as, as, a, as somebody who prides himself in going through the grind, working long hours, something like reaching beyond is, is exactly what I need to recalibrate and, um, re-energize. So Kyle, welcome aboard. Good to be here, Andy. I'm excited. I love having you on those trips too. I mean, it, it's all about the guys that are inside it and you exemplify who is the right fit. So, so thanks for coming on them and, and thanks for uh, having me on today. Actually, you know, it's, it's awesome that you just said what you said. So, cause I, maybe that's the best first question to ask. We're going to get into the experiences, what they entail, but how do you determine who is a good fit to attend mm. one of your experiences? I think, I think one of the most important things is character. And we've got a mutual friend who also has been on several experiences, Sean Pete, and he recruit, and I think he's been on your podcast and he, and he mm -hmm. runs a pit crew team for NASCAR. And similar to what he says, he puts nothing above being a world-class human being. So, so what does that mean? Right. And so for me, what I'm looking for, and you know, this, right. The, the ethos of the group is I want the guys to be as excited about someone else's success as they are their own. And when you do that, and when you put a group, a group together of people who share that ethos, they're willing to lift each other up and they're willing to say, all right, Andy, here's, here's kind of some of my areas of expertise. How can I help you? And sometimes that just means listening. Sometimes that means making an introduction. Sometimes that means you personally can help that, that individual. So that's first and foremost, full stop, what I'm looking for when I'm assembling a group to be on an experience like this. Awesome. So let's maybe hit the reverse button here for a second and take a step back. And I've gotten a chance to, ironically, we met at a mastermind. Mm -hmm. We grew up about 40 miles apart, but have never, <laughs> never actually met until recently. And yeah. I actually, you know, I feel like you've become, become a, a good friend of mine because I think you and I have a lot of the same perspectives, a lot of views on, on what you, you know, what's important in life and things like that. Take us back a little bit, maybe, mm -hmm. you know, briefly share your journey and what led you to ultimately starting and creating reaching mm -hmm. beyond. Yeah, great question. So my background professionally is corporate America. So I've been working for some of the largest um, corporations in the US. I first started in travel wholesale. So there became like this, this bug for passion. And I'm 22 years old. I'm I've graduated from UW Green Bay and, I, and I'm working for the Mark Travel Corporation. They were Funjet vacations, if you remember that or you remember Apple vacations. This was back when you would partner up uh, a chartered air seat with a hotel room and you get logistics and that's, and you'd sell it in the newspaper. So that, that says how old I am, but I started to take uh, travel agents on trips down to Mexico and Vegas and the Caribbean. And I would allow them to see the hotels that they're selling through us. So I first started to get this bug for travel and you'd see how people would just light up when they travel. I'm like, all right, there's something there. Uh, I left Mark travel corporation, went to work for target, uh, in Minneapolis. So I moved to Minneapolis at that time and, uh, I hated it. 
uh, and that was the, I really got caught up in this, this corporate culture of climbing the ladder, right? Climbing the corporate ladder, first one in the office, the last one to leave, volunteering for all the projects. So you're looked at as a team player because you're supposed to be getting promoted every 18 to 24 months. And if you don't, there's something wrong with you. And so I get really caught up in that, that rat race left there. And then I went to Carlson Residor Hotel Group who owns Radisson and Country and Suites. And I'm put back on some of the hotels that they owned or managed that were in the Caribbean, Aruba, St. Martin, back traveling again. Right. And so I'm single at this time and I'm going down to Aruba. I had to be there on Monday. I'm like, well, I'll just go down on Sunday. I can get there in time to catch the last windsurfing lesson in Aruba. And this is the rhythm of life that I'm living in. I'm like, man, this is really cool. I enjoy this. Again, there's something to travel that really opens people up. Um, and then I get put on all these leadership. Um, you know, I go to these leadership workshops and I started to take an interest in John Maxwell and I went to his conference. I'm kind of speeding things up, but a lot of them are the same, Andy. And you, you go to these conferences and workshops and you're stuck in a hotel conference room with hundreds of thousands of people. There's four walls. You can't even see the outside and you've got a jam packed agenda from 8 a.m. till dinner. And I'm like, you know, I, the breakthroughs for me happen when I'm talking with someone after all that stuff and we've got a bourbon and we're just sharing kind of what's going on in our world or I'm taking a hike because I skipped the afternoon session and I'm taking a hike doing whatever. I'm having a really great conversation with someone. So I just started to think about, well, maybe there's just a different way to do this. I learn by doing, I learn by experiencing kind of fast forward. I become a high school business teacher. So that is actually true. People there, there's a, there's a place for those kind of ways to learn traditional, uh, you know, in a classroom or in a workshop or whatever hotel conference room, but there's also a time and a place to learn by doing and by experiencing. And so after I was a high school business teacher, I became promoted to a stay at home dad. As you know, you got a chance to meet Cal. Cal's now four and a half, but so I was given this gift of being home with my son, which is beautiful. It's amazing. But it also gave me the gift of time and space to think about what do I really want to do in this? What do I want to do when I grow up? You know, what, what do I want life to look like? And I just I went back to this idea that I think there's a better way to do gatherings of people to have transformations. To me, transformation happens in the most unusual of places. It's in the river when you're fly fishing, you know, the Provo River. It's when you're jumping into a foam pit. It's when you're pitting a race car. It's when you're golf. You go on and on. I've seen it. And so I just said to myself a couple years back, I'm going to test my theory. And so I booked 10 hotel rooms at a really nice resort on the North Shore of Lake Superior, north of Duluth, Minnesota. And I went out to my network and I said, this is what I believe. I believe that there's too many people that are running around burned out because the rhetoric is hustle, grind, hustle, grind, rinse, repeat, you know, until you quote unquote make it. And people are getting burned out. People are not living life. They don't have connections in life anymore and friendships and they're not crossing things off their bucket list. So I just did it. And that was a couple of years ago. And the first one I did to much to my surprise was all guys. I never intended it to be all guys. But 10 dudes showed up to my first event. And what was really obvious, because now you've seen it, men don't have a very good space to share things that are going on professionally, personally, whatever. Um, so I just I just kept doing it. And we went dog selling into Boundary Waters. And then you've been on the last three of them. 
so that was kind of how the Reaching Beyond experience was born. It's kind of a long story, but thanks for letting me kind of tell it because you need the context. Well, and and I'll I'll share with you. You know, somebody. I one thing I respect about you so much, Kyle, is you practice what you preach. You know, I've had a chance to come visit your family. You know, last, yeah. this last summer up, you guys got out of the rat race of the Twin Cities, moved yourselves three hours yeah. north into the uh, North Woods of Upper Minnesota, and just spending those two days with you. I mean, it. it it was like my own little tr uh, retreat in itself. Um, but let's talk about one. I didn't know that you didn't actually intend for reaching beyond to be all men, mm -hmm. um, which it has been, you know, ever since yep. pretty much all, all business, you know, professional males. But I think, you know, when you talk about burnout, mm -hmm. that's where you see so many people go on vacation and what they do on vacation is escape. Right. Mm -hmm. They drink too much. They party. And they're really just trying to escape the life they're not happy with. Yep. And I think a lot of people may have a view of your experiences like, oh, it's a bunch of guys to get together and, and they just party and have a bunch of, you know, have a fun time, which we do have a fun time. However, talk a little bit about what actually goes on yeah. at these experiences, because it is not, oh, you get to go on vacation. Yeah. Good. I, it's such a good question because there's a perception when guys gather, and a lot of times it's true that that guys gather and they just, you know, they they overindulge on food and drink and they just do stupid debauchery type things. And as you know, I kick things off with that. You know, these groups are not Spring Break 2001. Like we're not here for that. Do we have wine and, and do we have cocktails? Yeah, but the guys are there. Because I set up the intention for, hey, this is a this is a container for you to move something forward in life. You can't do that if if you're sitting at a swim up bar drinking all day. Like that's not going to get you an outcome you want. And I just teed up with, hey, we're here for. I'm interested in the parts of your life that are half baked, and I'm interested in the thoughts that are still forming, and I'm interested in that part of Andy Neary. The part that you've got figured out, like, that's great. I want you to use that and add value to other people. But this is a time and a space and a container for you to bring forth something that maybe just hasn't been able to be brought forth. And we we can't do that if if you're interested only in, in starting drinking at 930 and then you go all day. So I think it's just really important and being really clear on, on what's the purpose of these things. And if you're unclear, you know, I, I think you invite those those things in but that's not the intention and the purpose of this and it's funny because i'm writing a book and it's done i just it's going through the editing process the name of the book is called guys trip and i think when people hear that they're they're going down this road of all right this is what it is but i'm trying to change the narrative of what that actually means and that's become now my mission i never intended it to be this way but it's obvious that this is what i i really want to do well, it, I think it is very important because um, what you've done so well is you talk about creating that space. Men today don't have that opportunity to connect with other guys. I know one, the main reason I decided to sign up for your, the first experience with it, with that I signed up for in North Carolina was I struggle to surround myself with a group of guys that want to have deep conversations, want to challenge each other. Because a lot of it's so much just surface level. Hey, man, mm -hmm. how's it going? What are you working on? How's business? Blah, 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 blah. And, you know, that first experience I went to, which was in North Carolina, I, I'm actually curious about this is what I'm intrigued by. So the first trip I went on, you, you did the Northwoods. 
or mm-hmm. um, excuse me, the North Shore up on Lake Superior. Mm-hmm. Then it, we it last fall, you we were at Pinehurst playing golf in North Carolina. We had the experience with the the NASCAR crew with Sean and and Mike. Yeah. Then last winter we were in Park City skiing. Mm-hmm. And now just recently we were in Scottsdale golfing. How do you determine like what you're, how do you pick the locations you pick and what, what goes into that uh, process? I, I'm curious. I, I think it comes down to, well, there's a couple things. So I'm going to answer it. Uh, I'm going to give you a lot of different reasons. Number one is I want to know who my ideal avatar client is. And I want to know what have they not done that they've really wanted to do. Just haven't gotten around to it yet. Because one of the one of the things that I try to do with the experience is curate something that the guys have never done because I want them to be a beginner at something. I want them to be thrown into an activity where they suck at it. And that means, hey, I'm going to drop my ego real quick. Otherwise, I'm going to struggle through this day and guys will catch on to that quick. So that's a part of it. The second one is, is there a location that I am able to build a unique experience around where maybe I've got connections there, I've got relationships there, I know someone that can help me design something that's so unique that guys are like, man, I, I, I couldn't do that on my own uh, unless I know someone. Another piece is, you know, how do I scatter these locations such that when we dog sledded in the, the northern part of Minnesota, I want to design an experience that most people maybe even don't even think of or they didn't even know that was possible. So for that one, targeting guys that are in the south because they rarely even see snow much less had a notion that you could ride on a sled behind dogs so i think it's just designing some things that you're able to cross something off a bucket list for your ideal avatar because there's a lot of value to that and that's really important to me um so i'm getting kind of unique with how i do these i've got a you know those large sticky note posted things I've, you might have seen that in my house. I've got like 75 different things on there that I'm trying to design and coordinate and curate for guys. And so I'm at no shortage of ideas. But that's come from me asking people like you and people like, you know, a Chris and Sean and say, hey, what's on your bucket list that you haven't done yet? And I take notes and I've got a massive list of experiences to create. So there's a lot of different components to that answer. Well, and I'm curious, is this, is this also an opportunity for you to fulfill your own bucket list, (laughs) but do it with a bunch of high level, high achieving professionals? Yeah, it totally is because a lot of those items on my list are on my bucket list. Um, And it's really, it's, it's like a model, Andy, where I'm like, how do I just, how do I take people with me on a journey? I'm trying to have fun in life. Um, you know, I've got a little thing right here that is my my mantra, my rallying cry. It says, love big, serve others, make an impact. And the last one, have fun. And how often do we just forget to have fun? So it's like, well, I'm going to just bring people with me on this journey of having fun in life. And I think amazing things will happen. I've, I've met incredible people. Um, because to something that you said earlier, Annie, it resonates with me is like when you try and stand out, when you try and go down this process of developing yourself and becoming more successful and leveling up and leveling up, the biggest problem that we have, male and female, is we're, we're, we still have these relationships that are down here. And there's nothing wrong with it, but it's just we want to and we desire relationships and connections with people that are trying to be and do something bigger and greater in their life. And that's the biggest struggle. 
Well, let's talk about, you know, what it's like to be a part of one of these experiences. You know, I can give, obviously I can give my perspective in where my eyes were opened. Kyle was that first trip I took a year ago in North Carolina. And here's what I experienced. Take the golf out of the equation. Cause playing at Pinehurst was obviously amazing. I got my hat um, on. Yeah. 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 The, the, yeah. the NASCAR experience with Sean and Mike, um, mm -hmm. was such a great team building exercise, but here's really where it hit home for me is when I got there and I had known a couple of the guys that were there prior, but for most people, I, for most part, I didn't know most of the people that were attending. And what I realized was I was blown away by how successful these guys were. And what really blew me away is most of them were younger than me. Mm. And I've usually put myself in a room where I'm one of the younger guys. Yeah. And so it was, it was a different perspective for me. Now, this is where I want to go with this. I just said to you this to you recently, it's easy to go to these events. And I caught mm. myself doing this in Arizona and comparing mm -hmm. and feeling like the low man on the totem pole watching or just listening to these other guys going, man, you know, they're playing the same game I am at a completely different level. But talk about what that experience is like, because you actually, when you replied to my text, you said comparison can actually be a good thing. Yeah. So talk about that for a second. It's easy to get caught up in that. I do it as well. And I have to check myself all the time. But a lot of we only look at comparison from one lens and it's incomplete. We always look at a comparison in the sense of, man, these guys are or these guys, whatever it is, these people are doing things that are like greater than, and I, you know, I'm aspiring to that, but I'm allowing that to drag me down and allow me, allowing that to like, oh, I don't, I don't feel good enough. And, you know, kind of woe is me, like, like we all do. But what if you looked at that and you're like, wow, these guys are doing these things like that is inspiring to me because they're showing me that it's possible. That's building belief in me. And if I can use that comparison to, to pull me into a greater version of who I am, comparison can be really strong and it can really work in, in, in your benefit. And I'm intentional with, with who's in that group, age-wise, age, age wise, um, in different levels of business, but also from life experience. And where you might have someone who's a multiple seven-figure earner in that group, that person might not be married, might not have, might not have a, a child, so there's, there's ways that guys that are younger and they're not seven-figure earners, they can speak into that person and say, hey, I know you aspire to be this. I, I, I'm able to actually talk about my experience. So I can put together a complete group. And if you just look at the areas of your life where you're like, you know, this area is actually an eight, nine, or 10 for me, I'm able to, to speak into that from a standpoint of wisdom and life experience for someone who may not be an eight, nine, or 10. Well, and, you know, I think I really realized this last trip is, you know, I recently dealt with that leg, a leg infection, which really had me, you know, looking at life from a different lens and perspective. And it made me realize that I need to become a better student at life. Mm. And what I realized with this last trip is you, there were so many guys coming in with different areas of expertise, right? We had, you know, some guys who, who, who specialize in investing. We have some guys who specialize in marketing, some guys who specialize in how to, you know, put, keep your body in peak shape. And mm -hmm. instead of comparing, I actually have to lean in the other way and say, how can I actually leverage these people? Yeah to uplift my own life. And, you know, where I saw the biggest impact in Scottsdale was them challenging me the way, challenging me how I was thinking. 
we mm. were sitting on the boat, you know, the, the, the challenge you, the uncomfortable spot you put us in in Scottsdale <laughs> was learning how to uh, wake surf, which was a, a complete failure on, on my end. But I remember sitting on the boats, we were doing a little masterminding and I yeah. made the comment that, you know, man, I would just love to get to a place where I double my business. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys on the boat looked at me and he said, that's your problem. He said, doubling your business is actually very doable. And because it's doable, you're not setting your goals big enough. Mm-hmm. He goes, instead, you got to look at what it's going to take to 10x, maybe even 100x your business. Now, he said, you might not get there, but just thinking from that perspective is going to force you to think so much bigger. Yeah. 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 And so talk to me, you know, discomfort is something I think about when I think about these trips in a very positive way. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you do is you put us in those situations that stretch our comfort zone a little. Mm-hmm. Why is that important? <clears throat> well, what I, what, how I look at it is I invite the opportunity for you to take a risk and you will be rewarded if you take the risk. So, you know, in that moment, let's go back to that moment. We were on a, we were on this uh, 54 foot pontoon boat that has two levels and we're all kind of sitting in the front of it. And I just said, you know, I'd love to use this time for each person to maybe just share, like, where can this group help you? So I invite risk. It's risky to step out there and say, here's where I could use the help. Uh, Cause you're going to be seen. Right. And then people are going to ask questions and you might feel exposed. So, if I can invite risk into the equation at any different level and you step into it, you get rewarded in that level because what's the worst that's going to happen in an instance like that, Andy, like you're, you'd either not participate or you'd ask like a shallow surface level question and you're going to probably get a surface level response. So the only, the only way you cannot capitalize in that moment is if you don't participate, but all throughout these two, two and a half, three days, you're going to get moments where I'm going to invite risk for you and you can step into it. And that's, that's where my brain goes with curating experience. That's meant to be transformative. I give you a chance to step into risk. If you do, you get rewarded because we all know, like it's cliche to say, but we all know it. Andy, right. Is, um, all the growth is, is at the end of your comfort zone. But if I do a good job of building the group up and say, dude, go for it. Like this group, it's a it's a space where you can be vulnerable. We've been building trust because the guys just watch you wipe out on your face on wake surfing for the last four hours. What's the worst that's going to happen? So that's how I design those things. Well, and I'll share, you know, for the, the, the audience listening in, I mean, my own experience. So what I love about what you do with these uh, uh, trips is you mix hobby with discomfort. Mm-hmm. And so, again, golf has been the hobby on two of the three, three trips I've been to and skiing was the other hobby, you know, in park mm-hmm. city, but the discomfort, the activities that made me put myself out there, we did the, the team building exercise where we had to change four tires on a NASCAR vehicle. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was getting out my outside my comfort zone because I was the lug nut guy. I'm the guy responsible for taking the lug nuts off. And man, that requires you to do things you haven't done before. And then I will share, you know, in park city, that fly fishing, Mm-hmm. standing in probably 30 some degree water in 30 degree weather. I can specific, I can remember like it was yesterday standing there wanting to go back into the bus. Cause it was so cold, yeah. but just saying, Hey, 
one more cast, one more cast, one more mm -hmm. cast. And, you know, it's funny and ironic that on the Arizona trip, as we learned how to wake surf, I had that same feeling because it wasn't the warmest day in Arizona. The water was cold. I was terrible. And every time I fell, I just, I wanted to say to myself, I was saying to myself, screw it. I'm getting back in the boat. Yeah. But I was like, one more try. Just give it one more try. And, you know, even though like the wake surfing trial, the wake surfing uh, attempt wasn't a success for me, it was such a powerful learning lesson. So I want to thank you for mm. creating that space for us to actually find our, you know, create our own epiphanies. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Well, every guy gets something different from, and that's beautiful because then they can share their experience with, with each other. But to go back to a question you mentioned or you asked earlier, when I get guys who have strong self-awareness to, hey, when I've got some adversity, I'm not going to quit. Because if I if, if that was the group and, and the weather doesn't cooperate, which P.S. the weather never cooperates, they're going to give up and they're just going to say, I want to go back to the bus. I'm not going to part. Like you're missing all the magic if I don't have guys that are committed to being better than where they're currently at. So thanks for pointing that out. Well, and it's also the the classic definition of if you want to go fast, go alone. Mm -hmm. If you want to go far, go together. Yeah. So let's look forward. A couple of questions I want to ask is number yeah. one, you know, most of my audience, I would say is, is mostly guys. And so if there's somebody listening in, we're going to talk about your 2022 events a little bit here. Mm -hmm. Who is that ideal fit? Who should be somebody that is mm -hmm. considering joining one of your reaching beyond experiences? Yeah. So we, we mentioned uh, kind of the ethos already, but another, another part about it is, you know, I've been to networking events, Andy, I'm sure you have to where you got to have, you know, 25, 30, 40 business cards ready. And it's like speed dating. You're, you're giving everyone your elevator pitch. And then you're just, you're just looking for someone to help you. You know what I mean? It's the end. It's the antith antithesis of that as a tough one to say. It's more of like, here's a group. How do I help this group? And how do I just build relationships? And, and that's what I'm looking for. I'm not, I'm, I'm looking for someone who's willing to give, not just take from a group because you know what that feels like. It's scummy. It's it's it it really has a negative bad energy to it. Just stinks. So I I am not looking for that. Uh, anyone typically that you know you've been in the group. So the typical age range is low thirties to the upper forties. And I've just found like that's kind of the sweet spot. And if you're on the lower end of that age group, I look for someone who perhaps makes up for it in life experiences and things like that. Or you you and I both know a guy Joey Spears who's twenty three and he's been in business for twelve years. You know what I mean? So even though he's young, he brings a ton of professional experience to the table. Um, so that's kind of the age group. I talked about that. Most of them are entrepreneurs. Uh, talked about that or somehow has some more control over their schedules and their things like that. Um, I found, and you know this too, Andy, given your background, is, is an entrepreneur versus a corporate guy. Corporate guys are certainly invited, but the entrepreneur will say this is an investment. I see that a corporate guy tends to see it as a cost. So although it's open to corporate guys, the majority that have been in these so far are entrepreneurs. Yeah. I mean, I can share with, with the audience, my experience from, from what you just said about who's the ideal fit, mm -hmm. you know, and you look for people who give more mm -hmm. than they take. And, yeah. you know, it's interesting. I had a, for me, it really hit home when you, we, we were getting ready for the Scottsdale trip. Part of the experience is you have us jump on a call or two to get to know each other before the trip actually occurs. 
And our call before Scottsdale, you know, on some of the trips I struggled because I'm like, what do I have to offer? These guys are all having massive success. And it was two or three gentlemen, when you asked the question, what have you learned for, for the mm. alumni that are coming? What have you learned? Or what were some moments from past trips that you recall? And a couple guys talked about things I had said to them. You know, Sean was one of them. Things I had uh, advice, tips I had given them that have really helped them uh, move their business or their life forward. And for me, it made me realize that everybody has something to give. Yep. And so I challenge anybody listening, if you don't think this experience is a fit for you, number one, you need to put yourself in a room with people who are playing at a higher level with you. That's the only way you're going to grow. But number two, know that even in a room like that, you still have a lot to offer because though this guy may be dominating at business or whatever, he might need some tips on life balance. He might need some tips on health, you know, exercise, nutrition, whatever it might be, you have something to offer. Mm -hmm. And so, as you said, if you're sitting out there listening in going, man, I could really use uh, a, a guy tribe like this. Do yourself a favor and check out these next trips. And that's where I want to ask you, talk about Kyle, as we look ahead 2022, where is reaching beyond going and what are some of the trips we're taking here? Oh, so I'm excited. So I've been being around guys like you, Andy, being around guys that are in this group. Even I say to myself, I I feel like I'm playing small. There's room for me to grow. So I've only done two a year and in 2022, we're going to do four. So uh, March is the first one. It's end of March. We're going to go out to Austin. I've rented a private ranch that's out there, and I've got some great things lined up. I'm introducing a new activity to the group in 2022 that I can share about in a second. In the summer, we'll go to Green Bay, and that's really meaningful to me because I'm a Wisconsinite. You're a Wisconsinite, and I feel like there's a perception out there of what Wisconsin is like. And if you've never visited it, you probably think that looks like a cheese head and brats and all that stuff. And that might be true. But there's also some great stuff in Wisconsin for us to see. In September, I'm, I'm going to be partnering with Sean Pete and, and their uh, NASCAR team. And we're going to go out there. We're going to train with the NASCAR team. Um, and then we're going to go up to Bristol and sit inside the pits and watch the race there for a little bit. So that'll be fun. November, uh, I haven't released yet, but it'll be something uh, early, mid-November before Thanksgiving. And it will revolve around golf. So those are the four that we've got next year. Well, and I want to tell everybody listening in, it's easy to look at the experiences you're creating, Kyle, and go, oh, this one's golf. I'm not a golfer or I'm not into NASCAR. We've had so many guys join the trip, especially with Pinehurst. You're talking about one of the top courses in America, historic courses. And then this recent trip to Scottsdale, we had guys who never played golf before. But it's about putting yourself out there and doing something that's going to be uncomfortable, something you might suck at, mm-hmm. but it, you're going to come out such a better person. Yeah. And so here's one final question I want to ask you. You know, we as the members, the people who attend the experiences get so much out of this. What do you get out of it? Oh, so much. And I think Mike Ayala asked me at the end of the breakfast, like, what do you, you know, what are you working on? Like what it's just, it's so meaningful for me. And you know, this as well, building a business to take something that was an idea. And when I was younger, I had this idea, but I was afraid, you know, what would happen? What if I fail all those things that everyone out there goes through? So to take an idea and 
and to bring it to life and to watch it take shape and it changes. It's so meaningful to me. Um, just last weekend, my wife was back in Scottsdale, oddly enough, and she met some of the spouses and partners of some of the guys that have been on the trips. And those women were talking to my wife about the impact that that trip had on their, their, uh, their guy. And I was like, it's so powerful to watch something that you create, but then it has a ripple effect. And the guy comes home, better husband or father or partner or business leader, all these things. That to me, of those two things, uh, is probably the most meaningful is to watch the ripple effect that it has when you go out there and, and you take your idea and you bring it to life and you're not afraid or you are afraid, but you just push forward anyway. That's probably the most impactful thing. Well, and I want to commend you because I think you also do a phenomenal job when guys sign up for the trips that you acknowledge if they've got a spouse, significant other, you yeah. make, you, you include them in this whole experience. Uh, yeah. you, you, you let them know how grateful you are that you get to have their husband, their boyfriend yeah. for a weekend. Yeah. So I think you do such a phenomenal job Thank with you. that. So if somebody is listening in Kyle and they want to know more, they're looking at, you know, they're, they're feeling burned out right now. Like me, maybe they struggled to create a, a tribe of guys who I can go have deep conversations with, enjoy some great time mm -hmm. and get this, you know, get uncomfortable with how can they reach out to you? What are the best ways for them to get in touch with you to learn about the mm -hmm. 2022 trips? Well, as I, uh, as we had been talking, the, the guys that are in the group is paramount. And so I have a process to go through and the only way into these events would be uh, referral, uh, or a personal invite or application through my website. So I can speak to that last one. If you just went to my website, which is kyledepius.com and you click on men's experiences, you'll see 2022, here's the slate. And you click on the one that is most interesting. You fill out a, a brief little application. So I know a little bit about who you are. And then I schedule time just so I, I can get a little bit of face to face to understand who you are and what your look, looks you're looking for, because it might not be the right fit for you uh, as well. As we have to acknowledge it's a two way street. So that's the best way to do it. Uh, I will say just because it's a strong and, you know, Andy, you've been on several. A lot of guys repeat. And so I don't actually have a lot of spots open um, in 2022 already. So. If it is interesting, and I want to acknowledge people who are thinking to themselves, man, I've, I've never been to one of these. I don't really know if this is for me. I would just encourage you to explore it because had you not done it when you felt uncomfortable, had a guy like Jim who's never golfed before and he goes to Pinehurst, had he allowed that to stop him, he wouldn't have these breakthroughs and transformation that he's happened. So if you're feeling that way about it, I acknowledge that because I would probably think the same thing, but I would just encourage you to explore it. So the website's the best way to do that. Perfect. And so we'll put that in the show notes. And I can tell you, you know, the other thing that I think is so inspiring about these trips is watching you take something that was an idea in your head that would have been so easy to just keep on the back burner and say, you know, uh, it's, it's a, it's a pie in the sky idea yeah. and you've actually put it into practice and now have a business built around that. I think that's so phenomenal. So here's my last question mm -hmm. and I'm going to challenge you. Mm -hmm. If I asked you to take a reaching beyond experience and break it down into one sentence for the audience, how would you describe reaching beyond? Hmm. I think I'd go back to this. 
um, transformation can happen in the most unusual places. And I would just leave it at that. That is, that's perfect. Whether that's in the middle of a lake surrounded (laughs) by wild burrows (laughs) or, um, in a, in a cold mountain river fly fishing and freezing to death. Um, you know, can, those can are the transformations happen in the most unique places. I have to add, it could happen as you and I know. You had a driving range golf ball come and almost hit you in the head and blow up your coffee cup. I mean, f- friends, you just got to put yourself in that environment and and the strange things yes. uh, happen. Yeah, well, Kyle, yeah, I for the for the audience who doesn't know, I almost got hit in the back of the head on the first hole of our golf outing in Scottsdale because hole number one happened to be right next to the driving range, and yeah. somebody just shanked one to the right and literally missed my head by inches yeah. and blew my cup of coffee in half. It was actually really, really fun to watch, to be oh, honest yeah. with you. So, Kyle, I want to thank you. Um, this was phenomenal. Uh, I'm excited to join future trips. And if you're listening in right now and you uh, are just like where I was, where you felt a little burnt out, you felt like you didn't have enough play and fun in your life, and you were struggling to really surround yourself with a group of professionals that can you can have fun with but can challenge you at the same time, this trip is for you. So do yourself a favor. Get a hold of Kyle. Learn more about the experience. Apply. And trust me. You're not going to not going to regret it for a minute. So, Kyle, thank you again. Thank you, Andy. Appreciate you, man. And I'll tell you what this trips, these trips do for me. It gives me that clarity, gives me that confidence, because when those two things come together, massive action happens. So everybody listening in, go make it happen today.